Hello, I'm Ros Chandler from Fieldgate Flowers. You are listening to the Cut Flower Podcast. This is for you if you want to learn more about growing your own cut flowers. We'll cover loads of subjects, things like citing a patch, your soil, manure and compost, seeds and germination, perennials and biennials, foliage and so much more. We'll have some exciting guests along the way. Thank you very much for listening. Hello there. Well, April has certainly been a strange month in more ways than one, but very, very strange for gardeners. April 21 has seen its highest level of frost in 60 years, with an average of 13 days of frost, topping the previous record of 11 days in 1970. Gosh, 1970. I was seven. Gosh, I give my age away. This frost is more typical of what we'd expect in the months of January and February. But we're in April. Did someone not say we're in April? This month will also be remembered by gardeners, and certainly us, as being a particularly dry one. And again, it tops the records for being the driest April on record. We have spent many a day watering our fields. Actually, we put in a whole new irrigation system. It was so dry. So while lots of records have been made, it hasn't been a great fun month for us growers. Battling with dry conditions and having to water like mad, I for one felt I was going to do the okey-cokey most of the month. Come on then, do you know the song? You're right, arm in, arm out. So no, no, it was you put your plants out and then you put them back and then you put them back out again. I mean, our plants went in and out and in and out of the polytunnels and we just didn't know what we were doing about hardening them off. However, we have now made the decision in May that it's time to put those plants outside and so there's lots of jobs to be getting on with. We are a little behind because of the cold and dry month of April, but we are very ambitious and we're ready to go for May with gusto. So some jobs to do in May. Firstly, uh, let's not forget that we do get frosts in late May. Last year, we were completely caught out with our dahlias. So we would suggest you protect your plants from late frost by using a horticultural fleece or even some old newspapers. A late frost, like I said, can harm your dahlias and all those plants that you've worked so hard to put out. We did lose some last year and I'm sure we're not going to do it this year. We'll be watching the weather very carefully and we recommend you too keep an eye on the forecasts. Number two, the second thing to do in May, prune your forsythia and early flowering shrubs. These need to be pruned after flowering in late winter to spring and early summer, depending on the shrub. They usually flower on the previous year's growth. Pruning immediately after flowering allows the maximum time for development of young growth and will provide the following year's flowers. So pruning for forsythia and early flowering shrubs is the thing to do in May. And the third thing is stake and support your plants. Now, I know this sounds really early, but you need to do this before you need to, if that makes sense. We've already staked all of our peonies and delphiniums, and we've added support to our rose beds. It becomes more difficult once they start growing to actually add support. The fourth thing, get ready to plant your dahlias out. Yes, at the end of May, wake them up now and take some cuttings. This is truly a lovely thing to do. Cuttings are so easy to take from the mother plant. When the shoots have three to four sets of leaves, they are ready to take cuttings from. 
you need to shoot and use a sharp knife or a razor blade to slice off a shoot with a narrow slither, probably the size of a, of a penny off the tuber. Cut above the lowest node or joint to leave the bud on the tuber. Honestly, it's a really easy, easy thing to do and I hope you enjoy doing it too. The fifth thing, water in dry spells. Now I know we said in April that we've been doing lots of watering, but we're gonna carry on that in May as not to get caught out. It's gonna take quite a lot of rainfall to get this soil to be moist again. The sixth thing, take some softwood cuttings. If potted by midsummer, they'll develop sufficient roots to survive the winter. Our favorites on the farm are viburnum, lavender and salvia. And the last thing, number seven to do in May, sow your hardy annuals for cut flowers and bees. We love nothing better than sowing seeds directly into the soil. It's easy, it will provide flowers in 12 weeks. Our favourites are Ami, Bisnaga, Floris Dill, Calendula, Nigella, Cornflowers and Cerinthi. Honestly, we say you can make seed to vase in 12 weeks and with annuals you certainly can. So in May, do sow them outside. What can be better than going down the garden path in 12 weeks and cutting flowers that you can make into arrangements for your friends and family. Do enjoy it. Thank you for listening. This has been the Cut Flower Podcast. Please do join us on our Facebook group, The Cut Flower Collective, for lots more hints and tips. Thank you.